Hello. Well, hi there, John. Oh, well, hello there. I, I have to wait for our, our guest to get, because here we are again. We have been spoiled for like this entire season, haven't we? Where we haven't had to use anchors record with friends. Right. Is it called? It's, it's a third party app through Anchor, as I've always talked about. It's record with friends. As you know, I, well, we both really are technically not inclined. And as I know, yes. As all the listeners know, we're not technically inclined, but we lucked out. Now, we can't really count uh, Sean's show. We did record that on this platform. Um, right. But that was before the season started that we recorded it. Exactly. So so we had the luck of any time we had a guest recording with uh, Zoom and Skype and things like that. We even had mm-hmm. people edit the show and people add music into the show. Yes, it's quite um, wonderful. So, so they- my... You just have to be careful. Don't say anything that you don't want on the show because knows how to edit it. Right. We were blessed each week, especially last week. Like we had this whole like big segment that we had to take out. Our guest has arrived. We will be with you shortly. Um, But yeah, yeah, we had this big segment. Can you imagine if we were doing that on record with friends? Oh, my God. Last week, we couldn't have even aired it. But here's my big question. And Laura, our guest who just arrived, can help us with this. Hi, Laura. Welcome. Hello, Greg. Hi, John. How are you guys? Hi. John, I think this is the first time you're meeting the guest of the week for the very, very first time in an inkling, just an inkling of meeting them you've sometimes done uh, before we record the show. But I think this is the first time you're meeting our guest right now actually on the show or should i rephrase that on a show that's being aired (laughs) i I think that i have met several of the guests we record i meet i've never spoken to them previously i i think a few times actually but um this is the first time this season that it's happened well here's the big question john and laura as a listener to the show you can help us out with this too We've been spoiled, as we were just talking about uh, before you arrived, how we have not had to use the third party app. And we've had the the gift, if you will, of of, and the luck of being able to record most of this season off of this app and with people who could do it over Skype, Zoom and edit for us. In fact, even the fact that I just repeated myself, that could have been edited out. You know, we don't have that luxury this week. But here's the question. Here's the big question, though, John. Did we sell out? For me, okay. Did we sell out? Did we sell out? Because our whole thing with MSV Podcast was that we were in no frills, no editing, and technically uh, illiterate podcast that didn't have any of that. And now a majority of season two episodes has that. I'm going to say we did not sell out. And the reason that I'm going to say that our guests who recorded on Zoom and edited stuff, that was per their request, wasn't it? It wasn't like... I, I take the fifth on that. I take the fifth on that. Okay, well, that that means 
So, uh, okay. Maybe we did sell that, but that's fine. Um, I also must formally apologize to you, John, because I don't realize now last time I publicly ambushed you on the show, that show couldn't air. Now, granted, you and Mickey McPhee have since uh, 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 patched things up. Right. In, 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 and, and, and quite frankly, I also can now say I heard that 20-minute uh, episode. And you and I will have to talk about some of the things that were said about me on that episode. You, me, and Mickey will have to talk uh -huh. about that. Uh -huh. the, the three of us, the three of us, a la Austin Powers and Dr. Evil. No, no problem yes. at all. <laughs> okay. Oh, whatever do you mean by that hint and wink, John? I, I couldn't so even, I don't, I don't even know why I said that. They, they, that was completely random and for no reason at all. It's three completely different people sitting down for a conversation. But what I didn't realize was that last week, without realizing it, I ambushed you again with the Facebook game. See, Mark and I, we knew we were going to be debuting the Facebook game, which I think we're going to change the name of that to Facebook Roulette. But okay. we, so we played the Facebook game last week without realizing I volunteered you to do that. I did not tell you. I, I may have thought that it, it would have been a minor thing, but still, it's the second time I ambushed you. Yeah, well, to be I'm honest, sure. I thought... <laughs> gonna be like you're like oh well you and mark are gonna be playing a game i thought it was gonna be like trivia game or you know like what's the ugliest part of your body or so, whatever you know yeah. i didn't i didn't know it was gonna be anything like that but you know what i i'm a professional and, and, and it ended well so <laughs> and you know what we're gonna be doing that again in the not too distant future okay a couple of notes before we start um a big shout out and a and an i'm sorry to uh, Stew World Order Productions, which is the Stew World Order podcast, and that's on Twitter at SWO Productions. He was actually, they were actually the podcast that arranged that whole list of podcasts that I gave shout-outs shout to last week on the show. Uh, um, and yes, and I actually forgot to mention them. They were the people, they were the one people I left out, and they were the ones that, that, that did it. So thank you to Stu World Order podcast, which is a comic book movie review podcast. I love, the name, I, I love, I love that Order. name. I love that name. Stu World Order. I'm going to have to ask the, if the guy's name is Stu. I, I, I legitimately well, don't okay. know. If it's, if it's not, then it's, it's a terrible. It is <laughs> it's great. Um, but you can find their website at swoproductions.com and you can see all about, I'm sure it's got everything about their podcast uh, uh, on there. That would imply I, I didn't go on the uh, website, but that I can only claim time. It was a time factor. It doesn't mean I'm not going to go on the website, but go on their website, follow them on Twitter. They are huge supporters of podcasts. And um, uh, they, they love helping out their fellow podcasters. And they're the ones that made that list. And I accidentally forgot to say that name. And other thing that I have to say at the top of the show is that I have OCD and I cannot give into it. Because as you know, every show this season has gotten the weekly disclaimer. Sure. And I honestly do not see us needing the weekly disclaimer. So if can, can I get a promise from both of you that 
I if I even go to read the weekly disclaimer, you both will stop me because it would be giving in to OCD. I will I'll tell you what. You. Yes. If you if you start reading the weekly disclaimer, you're gonna hear silent me for about a half hour and then a knock on your door and then a I, firm slap in the face at your apartment. That's that's fair enough. And, and, and here's another thing is that last week, a, a joke kind of got, well, no, not a joke, something serious. It got kind of kind of tossed aside. Remember when we got our time machines last week and the <laughs> red button, right, no, no, this was real. And the red oh, button would have bombed Costa Rica. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that's because Costa Rica and no longer Indonesia is where at that time, our lowest number of listeners were in Costa Rica last week. It ah. changed yet again this week, and you scroll down the list, and the and the place that listens to us the less is now Italy, with a minus. We we exact, can't. We can't. No no no. Well, well no no. Those machines are put away. We're never using them again. They could get yes. into the wrong hands, but now. That means we have listeners everywhere because in Italy we have one confirmed listener. And we wow. know that is. That's DJ Nick. It's DJ Nick. It's DJ Nick, but that also means that he didn't share it with anybody in Italy. That means he just keeps it to himself. <laughs> right. When they say, hey, DJ Nick, what do you listen to? Like, oh, well, you know, I like to listen to a lot of podcasts or <laughs> politics, but I don't listen to anything else. And so, so no British. one knows. He does sound uh, British. No, he does. He does. Yeah. Yeah. So Italy is now the, the country that listens to us the less, but at least we know who it is in Italy mm -hmm. that's listening to us. Um, and in true fashion, in, in true, like, coming back to record on Record with Friends fashion, I was mm -hmm. uh, actually renaming segments because segments need to be renamed. I was doing some work in our library, and I ended up taking episode seven of last season, Don't Ask Me How, is now airing on our list on Anchor and Spotify. It didn't, it didn't affect Apple Podcasts, but on Anchor and Spotify, episode seven of last season now airs prior to our last episode. So I now you're just going to confuse everyone. Oh. Yeah. Well, let's, well, I contacted anchor. I'm going to see if it could be fixed anyway, but at least Apple podcasts have us in the correct order. Okay. So now we can Great. actually get started. Yes. Great. I just, I want to say one thing. Get started so that it's, that? Uh, you know, not in the middle of the show. Uh, this is a, um, what do you call this? Like a time landmark for me, I guess a time mark. I am on vacation as of because I finally finished my trimester of classes and thank you. Thank you. And I'm happy to say that I did not fail anything. Congrats. Good going for me. So yes, I, I actually will be moving on as much as I was, um, Stressing and you know having several. Uh, you minor were stressing. You you were stressing, John. But it's okay. Yeah. I knew that it was school. I knew yeah. that it was school. In fact, I I didn't know that we could reach Laura on uh, the way we usually plan it, which is on uh, Facebook Messenger. Yeah. 
and, and I wasn't sure that we were able to reach her there. So I said, oh, I'll make a thread there. And without, you know, needing to go into it because it's irrelevant, John essentially, in not so many words, said, don't bother me now, I'm busy. And pretty much, I, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Like the, the, yeah. The, I, I, I did the silent version of that. Like, pretty, Greg would send me several messages every day, and he was lucky if I responded to one every other day. So, right. you know, that was, that was kind of the dynamic for, for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but I mean, I knew why. So it's okay. Yeah. And you're still right. always, I mean, meeting your commitments as 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 co-host of MSV Podcast. That's not, that was never in question. No, that was no, never in question. But when I got I, that I, response. I even did one show where I didn't even recording when we started recording. But I was I just like, okay. You, you remember that, but, yeah? Laura, Laura, our guest, who, who, yes, we will meet in in just in just a moment. Um, yes, I'm sorry, she Laura. Was no, no, please. It, this is so fun. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. She was wondering. She's like, I saw you made a thread. Yeah. For for John and I, what happened to it? I said something to the effect of, I'm barely embellishing here. You don't want to know. <laughs> and let's just say I deleted it. And let's just say that on the show, I will bring it up. And you you basically brought it up by saying you've been running around, you know, and and mm-hmm. getting your, your graduate work done for occupational therapy, by the way. Oh, Congratulations. Yes, and it's funny, it's funny you should say you're on vacation, too, because Laura is joining us. Thank you so much. On a day before, you are leaving for a huge road trip back home to Canada. Hey, yes, oh. I leave tomorrow morning. Very exciting. Which wow. also, it also segues into Laura. You are our first Canuck guest ever right. on MSV podcast. Yay, Canuck guests! First Canadian. You might, you might not be the last because in one of our um, uh, post uh, series shows, I am actually in negotiations with a fellow Canadian to be my guest on a one of the post shows. Um. Now, this is this is funny because this show, John, I know how, how long you've been looking forward to this show. This is the inevitable and obligatory vegan show. <laughs> oh, my and, God. Yeah, you, you know me so well. And you for since the beginning for like the last, what, three, four months, we're going to be doing a vegan show. And I have not been able to con- contain myself. <laughs> a vegan show. I, I knew that you you couldn't wait for the vegan show. But don't worry, you will still, you will play a very important role here in this show. In just a moment, you're going to play an even more important role than you even know. However, because of the Mickey McPhee ambush, which, which was settled, of course, and last, <laughs> yeah. week's, last week's accidentally on purpose ambush, I want you mm-hmm. to rest assured that at the end of this show, the we Laura and I are not going to say to you. So, John, are you going to take the thirty-day yeah. become vegan challenge? I guarantee you. Don't worry. This is not another ambush. No. Uh, I, I I would hate if it was because <laughs> become a vegan for thirty days. I would say no. Uh, I I mean I could be a vegetarian for thirty days, but I couldn't do the vegan because there's too much stuff that I do. Like I put milk in my coffee, just minor subtle things mm-hmm. that like oh, I would be able to. 
I'm sorry. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. We might get into that because what I decided to do, uh, John and Laura, was first of all, Laura was one of the first booked guests of season two. Do you remember this, both of you, John and Laura? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Probably. we We were having her on since at at most late late February of 2021. This show was being planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to discuss veganism. Um, and all I told you about Laura and was that uh, she had an extremely sexy voice. That's, that's I remember the only thing that I said was, wait till you, wait, we're going to have Laura on and she has an extremely sexy voice. Thank you, Greg. So you're, you're very welcome. So I, I remember mentioning that. I, mean, I would need to just like half a second at a time to, to, right. to determine whether well, but I'm, I'm sure it is. I, I hear you got that, that Brody <laughs> thing going on. Absolutely. So, you know. Thanks, John. Thank you. Of it's course. all right if you don't find it sexy. I won't, I won't uh, be offended if you don't find my voice sexy. It's fine. But he, I, oh, I, mean, oh, he I don't know. Like, I don't sexy, but, cool. you know, there, there's, there's this whole thing about how I am in a committed relationship and yeah. it might be inappropriate for, for me to talk too much about that. Totally. So, so yeah. you know. I, I get it, John. I get it. Wink. Yeah. I get it. So Wink this is a very special. Done. Yeah. So this is a very uh, special show on the veganism show because it's something I'm now very passionate. I'm I'm vegan now more than nine months because I'm almost I'm almost in my tenth month of of being vegan. I think that I mentioned that on the show before. I'm not sure. Laura, how long have you been vegan? Uh, eight years now. Okay, eight years. Well, wow. that's much longer than that's yeah. That's awesome. That's almost and, 12 times as long. Yes. And I was grappling with something before doing the show. And, and I only found out with seven episodes to go last week, I only finally figured out that if I have any agendas, throw them out the window because it doesn't work. That's not the nature of this show, you know? Right. To mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to come at the, you know, it's got to just come naturally. But one thing that I did think about and I do want to say is that there are so many different sects if you will, of vegans. Mm -hmm. And there seems to also be a stigma that's going around that non-vegans think that vegans are and that vegans have. But at the same time, that works vice versa. But there are some vegans that have some kind of a stigma with meat eaters. Right. Um, at the top of my head, I know Joe Rogan is for some reason this, we we all know what an idiot he is. Totally. He's oh anti-vegan, yeah. which anyone who is anti-vegan, I cannot figure out because none of us are asking you to be vegan. Right. That's even I mean, better than being anti-vax. It is. It is. And and one thing I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, President President number 45 on his campaign trail, when when he was just hopeless already, one of the things he said, I'm not making this up, you can look it up, uh, again, and this isn't going like if you're if you're a fan of President 45 right now, I don't care whether you're a fan or not, but it is documented that he said Joe Biden and the Democrats want to take away your rights to eat meat and make the world a meatless place. Do you guys remember this? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually yeah. don't remember that big. Yeah. But he did say this. So what, what I got lucky because now. I can only speak for myself and Laura can only speak for herself on the subject of veganism. Mm -hmm. 
And mm-hmm. but I got so lucky is that I have a name, uh, a, uh, a sort of a ghost participant this week on the show. And his name is Mac. And he became a very good vegan friend of mine in the online vegan community of which I joined when I first started. Um, and he has given me full permission to take any of those vegan tropes, if we even get to it, but maybe, you know, toward the middle to the end of the show, he mm. has given me full permission to speak for him and speak to his passion about it and speak to where he definitely knows that he can be misconstrued. He knows how passionate he gets about it yeah. and he knows how out and out, you know, almost that he almost sounds angry about certain things. And he's given me the permission to put that into context, whether we do or we don't. The real story is that Laura and I can only speak for ourselves. Yeah. Well, That's... John. Yes. Yeah. So, John, here is one of your more important functions on this week's show. And that Laura and I both have stories on how we went vegan. And okay. so let's hear it straight from two vegans who went vegan. But, John, you get to choose whether or not. Laura goes first uh, or I go first. And I have a personal preference, but but you make the choice. You make the choice on whether I go first or Laura goes first. Okay, hold on. Let me. Uh, <laughs> all right. Heads, heads. Okay. I don't call. Okay, heads? so she calls heads. All right, Laura has heads. Mm-hmm. Going first. Right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well. Um, I've talked about some of these things on the show before about what came up with my health. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm uh, sorry. The, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to. The reason mm-hmm. that you didn't hear a quarter was because I actually flipped the guitar pick. So, you know, that's, that's, it, it worked just as well. Love it. Did it really? Oh yes. yes. You and, you and Laura are both musicians. Yes. Uh, yeah. That completely unrelated, but just yeah. Please go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about that at the at the end of the show. Sure. So anyway, um, yeah. so the chronic for all the health issues I was having, the chronic fatigue um, was to a point that you know I can spend. I would I was spending two weeks in bed, um, not being able to move or speak. That's how bad the chronic fatigue got. Right. And at that point, I was very, very desperate. I, I have a, a saying that happens to love, and I think I've told other vegans this, that I came for the health, but stayed for the ethics. Right. That's, that's essentially me and veganism. But let's start with the health, which is what brought me to veganism. So, um, so I had this fatigue. This terrible, terrible fatigue, which I don't wish on my worst enemy, if I even have a worst enemy. If anyone's listening to the show and you consider, my, and if you do consider yourself my worst enemy, I do not wish this on you. Well, let me let me describe. All right, everybody, so you don't wish it on me, then. Okay, fine. Oh, John, we are far from enemies, except when you snap at me that you're busy with school. But anyway, listen. Go away. So continue. So continuing, so this chronic, so first of all, anybody that knew me uh, prior to 2021 can say that my diet used to consist of meat with a side of meat with a side of meat. And it had to be meat every single meal. And 
And every time, and every time, uh, I mean, I was never one to get animal product like fur or leather. I've had two leather jackets in my life, both fake, both right. fake. Is, yeah, no worries about that. They were both fake. But anyway, but meat, yes, meat not only had to be uh, meat with a side, it had to be every single meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I had to have meat. Mm -hmm. it, it had to be meat. Um, and it didn't only have to be meat, it had to be decadent. Right. And, and so did my dairy. You know, I had to eat, eat you know, uh, I remember I came home, my sister who's been vegetarian for at going on 22 years, my sister stopped eating meat in, in around 2000, mm -hmm. or, or should I say she lowered her meat intake in 2000 and by 2022 she was completely off it. And she always just said to me, Greg, just try to maybe eat less meat. She, right. she, you know, um, and she said, because, you know, there was a lot of health benefits for her going off it, but she also, which maybe we'll get into later, found out things about meat and different things. Well, the day, I want to say this was very shortly before uh, uh, March of 2021, I came home with a chicken parm hero the size of my head. So this should give you an idea of what my diet used to be like. Okay. So that being said, though, I had this chronic fatigue and it started in 2008 and over 13 years, it got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. And I got to the point where I got very desperate. And in that desperation, I mean, I was would cry myself to sleep literally at night because I can't tell you how painful this fatigue is to give people sort of an example of the way I used to describe it was, okay. Picture that you just ran the New York City Marathon and when you got to the finish line and crossed the tape, you went to a running car and uh, you put your lips on the muffler and you took a big suck in. That's how it would feel. But combine that with aches and pains and flu-like symptoms. Mm -hmm. And, and that wow. describes my chronic fatigue. Well... By 2020, early 2021, I want to say, or, or this could have even been October of 2020, um, I saw an internist um, who I only saw once, but I, I switched to a different internist. I guess that's irrelevant. But so I saw an internist and I told her all about this fatigue and how bad it's gotten. And, and it's just, you know, I cannot live my life, you know? Right. And so she said to me with this elimination diet, she said, okay, um, I don't remember what the rest of it was. I mean, it was a really strict and really um, out there elimination diet. But she said, mainly get rid of red meat and dairy. Right. Get rid of all red meat and dairy. So I said, fine, I'll do. I was, we all know how much I love meat um, and pizza, of course, mm. being my favorite food in the world. And, and, but for a time, I was thinking, fine, if I have to stop that for a while to stop this, that's fine. But I looked at this, the rest of the elimination diet, and there wasn't much dairy in it, for one. Right. And for two, um, the meat that I would have been allowed to eat is, like, say, skinless chicken. And please do not put salt on it. Maybe you could put a dab of pepper so skinless, dry, tasteless chicken would have been the meat I would have been allowed to eat anyway. I so like I'm, I said, I'm already like choking to death on, on what you just said. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I took a good look. I, I, I then had to ponder a few things. And so this point, you know, um, I had a decision to make, which was this fatigue, particularly the, the, the ones where I can't move and speak and am in bed for two weeks without, I mean, literally couldn't get up to brush my teeth. Mm. I had to consult a dentist. I actually threw a party. Shout out to Dan Martin in case he's listening. Hey, Dan Martin. Uh, he hooked me up with a dentist friend of his. And I said, if I can't move, brush my teeth. And they said, oh, you put, you know, some uh, water and toothpaste and a toothbrush, like on the bottom, like if you could fit it by your dress, you know, your, your night table and put it on the ground, you know, you can brush your teeth that way and then have a little bowl to spit. Uh, wouldn't you yeah. both say, couldn't you both agree that that's a little much? Yeah. And, and so I was desperate and I said, you know what? I started to read about people who had chronic fatigue syndrome and veganism mm. helped them through it. And one of the, one of the people or, or two that I thought of, I said, you know, Laura and her ex-husband are two people influences. And I thought of them and I said, I saw the process that they made and was just thinking about it. And I said, you know, I love my meat and I love my dairy, but I can't take this anymore. I can't take this pain and living like this anymore. And so I made the decision that I'm going to try it. I'm going to try. And in, and this is a perfect segue. Uh, now, now, was it a magic like the militant vegans will tell you, by the next day, you're going to be Superman. You're going to be able to use heat vision. You're going to be able to fly. No, <laughs> that didn't happen. But what did happen is over time. And do I have my bad days? Yes. Mm -hmm. But I can count them all now since even going vegan on March 1st, 2021. I can count the can't move or speak days on one hand and That's still have right. change. Yeah. And still have change yeah. less. Also, the weight loss, and also going to the doctor in February. So prior to, to uh, February of 2021, so prior to going vegan, my A1C, dangerous, pre-diabetic. Oh. My blood pressure, awful. Um, um, it was a fasting physical that I had. Everything was, a bait, and I was and basically saying I was a dead man walking. Oh my God. Okay, they said, you've got to do something. By May which was only two months after going vegan uh, and seeing this new internist, by the way, who um, I got everything taken. A1C, perfect. Blood pressure Amazing. was that, yeah, blood pressure, that of an Olympic runner is what <laughs> wow. I was told. And, and I found things that was such a myth about, well, I had the, the fortune of going to a vegan wedding before. So, I mean, I knew that there was food out there to eat, but I learned how to balance it. Mm -hmm. And yes, you have your indulgent vegan food, just like everybody has their indulgent food. But I switched not only to veganism, but a healthy vegan diet. Right. And so as a result, the edge off this fatigue, definitely over. The, 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 the two weeks out of a month that I knew I could, quote, look forward to, about being in bed for two weeks, being not being able to move or speak, virtually gone now. Amazing. A1C, normal, blood pressure, perfect, 
all this stuff. And also you eat a meal. Let's say I eat a vegan grilled cheese. Okay. You know how you feel like, uh, John, let's, let's mm-hmm. use you. The example. Well, you can use Laura. She had grilled cheese before mm-hmm. she went vegan. Yeah. I ate it you my eat, whole life. Yeah. You eat a delicious grilled cheese, but you have that blah feeling after oh gosh, it. I'd be falling asleep at my desk. I, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, Greg, as you know, I actually um, avoid cheese as much as I can because I don't. I did I not know this. Well, I don't like pizza, and it's because of the cheese. So, wow. you know. I knew that you didn't like pizza, but I thought it was because you worked at a pizzeria. No, that's not. No, that's not All how right. it works for Do me. Do you like pizza without cheese, John? Because I love pizza just without cheese, with just sauce well, what and I, a ton of vegetables. But for, so, well, first of all. I, Canadian now, and second, <laughs> of all, I, second of all, I, I, I let a few seconds go by. Second okay. of all, all right. no, no, no. Well, you know, because it's former thing. You got to wait till people stop laughing before you move on. Otherwise, right. it's unprofessional. Anyway, yeah, second of all, I like pizza, like a regular pizza slice mm-hmm. with something substantial on it, like grilled chicken or something. Got it. Like, okay, that's a meal. If if I don't eat that, like if it's a pizza, you know, with the cheese on it, it just feels like I'm eating and it's, just, it. it's disgusting to me, you know? Right. So anyway, that's... Laura, that's... Laura don't tell him at the end of the show. Let's do that ambush and give him the 30-day vegan no, challenge. No, I don't want to... Okay, okay. Anyway, no, so... So all I can do is speak from that experience. Now I'm going to stop here to give Laura the floor. However, um, I'll leave a little cliffhanger here is that after going vegan and I met other vegans um, Mm -hmm. and having these experiences and wondering to myself, like I was eating meat my entire life, dairy, my entire, I mean, I was one of those guys that, with the trope of, you know, like vegans who go around and like that, that try to like convert people and stuff. I would have been one of those people that a vegan would go, no, 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 not this guy. He's hopeless. No, 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 move on, move on, move on. That's what I was. I mean, it was meat. It was dairy. It was an abundance and it was uh, decadent. It had to be rich. It had to be delicious. That was my diet, my right. virtually my entire life. Goodness. And so, all I can tell you is the proof in how I feel now. And yeah, I'm in physical therapy for different reasons and, and still working on my health. But that severe fatigue that got to a point of like needing a, a toothbrush by my night table, uh, it, it's virtually gone now. That's incredible. Yeah, it's virtually That's gone. Awesome. And since then, I, yeah, and I did research and of course met other vegans. Mm-hmm. And I did research and, and found out some things and uh, some things that my sister had been telling me for years, too, and uh, kind of wondered, hey, how did that happen? And so with re- and I don't mean researching YouTube videos and just, you know, Google things. I mean, like true actual sit down and spend some hours and look at sources and figure out this stuff. I figured it out. Wow. So. Turning it over to Laura, but before we turn it over to you, so like when I, I, I felt I needed support when I turned, when I went vegan. So of course I found a vegan online community. Mac is part of that community. Shout out to Jenny, who is allowing me in her vegan group to post this episode. 
tonight. So we'll be able to post that in here. So thank you to her. Um, and, you know, hearing all this new information and getting a support system. But I told all my vegan friends, any, any vegan, you know, that I knew, I said, hey, I'm doing this. And, and I, I don't think I was looking for any of them to, like, say, oh, okay, I will totally guide you through this. I, I, I wasn't expecting that. But I reached out to Laura, Laura Smith here. And she, so she was one of the, hey, Laura, Greg here. And I just wanted to let you know, you know, I'm going, I'm trying veganism for the following reason. And she's the one who followed up and said, you need anything? Let me know. You have any questions? Let me know. I, I think that night you started to email me recipes. I did. I think yeah. that, yeah, mm -hmm. I think that night and said, I'm here for any questions on, not just the veganism, but like, you know, the lifestyle itself, you know, of like keeping yourself healthy while you're doing it, sure. you know, versus, versus, you know, just eating um, vegan brownies all day. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I'm making that up, you know. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. now moving on, Laura, you went vegan eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Your story is probably very different than mine, but uh, you probably recognize a couple of similarities there. Absolutely. So go ahead, Laura, you now have the floor. All right. So Laura, um, Laura. that, yeah. All right. I'm sorry. But before you start, I do have one question for you. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I am I am curious, and there is a reason that I that I stopped you before you started your story rather than after. Did you go vegan from vegan or like like you just cut meat and dairy out? Yep. So I did it all at once, but I actually dairy immediately I cut out. Um, only be I went to a healthy eating immersion program. It was a week long immersion program through my past employer. I worked for Whole Foods Market. And um, it was down in Naples, Florida, and we went. And what I learned that week, immediately I cut out dairy. I knew I would never, ever put dairy in my body again after seeing what I saw and learning what I learned. But meat was a little bit different. Um, it took, I'm going to say probably like three months um, okay. of just cutting back on meat. Um, and then I remember the very last time I roasted a chicken, which was my very favorite thing to eat. And I roasted it and my ex-husband and I, we, you know, I made mashed potatoes and everything with it. And I put it in my mouth and I was like, I can't eat this. It didn't, the texture, mm. the taste, it, it had just kind of worked its way out of my system and I never looked back. So I, I'm going to say it took about three months, but um, yeah, it was pretty much, you know, immediate veganism. Um, okay. I, I hear that in a lot of uh, my other vegan buddy said he just like would maybe have meat. He started with maybe having meat one meal per day right. and then skipping it a couple of days a week. Right. Like I think we were doing it like once a week, if that, you know, for those that period of time. Um, and then a few weeks had gone by and we hadn't had it at all. And I was like, you know what? I have this chicken in the freezer. Let me just cook it and whatever. And I couldn't even eat it. So. Well, well, one one thing I noticed, meat, not dairy for me, but meat was, I can't tell you all, um, to the listeners, to John, to, to anybody listening, mm -hmm. it was the first thing I didn't miss. And I was so surprised how quick I didn't miss meat anymore. Right. I, and, I'm and, not surprised at all by that, so... Yeah, I mean, when I was yeah. very fortunate, the way I was brought into eating plant-based, um, the immersion program was incredible. There was 200 plus people there. It's run by a Dr. Stoll. He's based, um, I think he actually lives in Pennsylvania here where I am. 
Um, but he holds this yearly healthy eating immersion program down in Florida. And he partners with Whole Foods Market, but people from outside can also come. Um, and every single day it was, you know, beautiful assortments of foods and like buffet, just breakfast, lunch and dinner. Incredible. Um, they took our blood work at the beginning. There was nurses and everything on staff. Um, and my cholesterol, I was quite a bit overweight. I'm actually a hundred pounds lighter than I was, um, at that time. And, um, they took my blood work. My, my cholesterol was through the roof. My good cholesterol wasn't great. My blood pressure was all over the place. And, um, immediately they cut out like salt and sugar and it was just beautiful plant-based meals, like smoothies in the morning and oatmeal with all sorts of like nuts and berries and everything it was incredible. Big, huge salad bar for lunch, just delicious. I wish I could have someone cook like that for me all the time. <laughs> um, but by the end of that week, I'm going to say about halfway through, um, I started to feel sick because your body is detoxing. I hadn't had sugar. I hadn't had salt. Sure. Um, I got a horrific migraine. I suffer from migraines, but at that time it was really, really horrible. And then I woke up on the Thursday and felt just kind of relieved of a lot of things. And, um, it was a beautiful, beautiful experience. At the end of the week, I had lost six pounds. My blood mm. pressure was an optimal range. My cholesterol was an optimal range. People that were there were much heavier than me, like, and older than me, you know, younger, um, people halfway through the week completely taken off their blood pressure medication. Um, cause as I said, there was doctors and nurses there. Uh, it was just truly incredible to experience that and it forever changed me. Um, and I never looked back and I was very fortunate at the time, my, my partner at the time, he was totally on board and he cleaned out our entire kitchen and he got everything mm -hmm. ready, went grocery shopping, got all the food and food that we needed and um, we just hit the ground running and I never looked back. So, wow. yeah. And with dairy, um, yeah. I remembered considering like, cause you know, pizza, how crazy I am about pizza. Right. And, and there's some very decent vegan pizza there, but I'm like, God, whenever I'm back in the city, I've got to get myself to kiss my slice. Yes. But, and then just have, you know, of course, no meat on it, you know, have my favorite mushroom pizza. Right. From kiss my slice. Mm -hmm. But during these, uh, eight, um, uh, nine, almost 10 months, uh, without getting into too much detail, I got, um, a coffee creamer that was accidentally uh, a dairy creamer. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that wasn't a good experience. Right. So it's like, no. even if I wanted to consider having real pizza, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen because of how my body rejected. Yeah, I've accidentally eaten it, yeah. you know, and I have felt pretty crappy. Um, but... Yeah, I love to cook. I've always loved to cook. And so it was just about learning to use different ingredients. And I still make all the things that I did before tacos, pizza, pasta, all the same mm -hmm. things. I, it's just like switching the ingredients that you use. And um, it took some yeah. time. Like, I'll never forget that, you know, one of the, I tried to make portobello mushroom burgers and I made it and I was like, oh, this is so gross. Like, I just really didn't enjoy mm -hmm. it. But I was learning. I was had to relearn how to cook for myself. So. Um, some of the best burgers I've had, and I'm not just saying this, were some Beyond Burgers that I mm -hmm. made at home. I'm like, oh my God, this is a burger. I absolutely agree with you on that one. Yeah, for sure. delicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Totally. But yeah. again, it's not the cleanest of foods. I mean, beyond it has a lot of oil in there. There's fat in there. Yeah. It's not something you should be eating, you know, three, four times a week. Correct. Um, right. You know, Those I probably have Beyond Meat like. Good, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and they're breakfast right. sausages. Every Sunday I have uh, like a tofu or just egg um, egg sandwich with cheese and, and Beyond Meat sausage on a bagel. And it's so delicious. I do that every Sunday. Yep. Um, and I had one. I had a a uh, sausage McMuff a vegan sausage McMuffin mm-hmm. with egg this morning for breakfast. Yeah. Actually, I mean they've come such a long way. I can't even. I, I I'm so thankful to the vegans of the 70s. You know, and the sick mm. the people that were like par- carving the w- the way for us, um, paving the way for mm-hmm. us. Because <laughs> nowadays there's just everything. You know. And- yeah, yeah, and 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 supermarkets and restaurants are getting there. They're getting there. I know. If I I, I heard even from vegetarian well people that are vegan now but were vegetarian back in the 70s and 80s going you are so lucky to be vegan now right versus then um so i wanted to touch a little bit on the stigma here Mm -hmm. and 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 part of that part of that had to do with some of my research first of all i'm the first one who laughs at any of the vegan jokes i think they're hilarious (laughs) I think, what is it? How do you know if someone's a vegan? They'll tell you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. not yeah. true. Do you know, everybody mentioned, like, oh, she's, hey, this is Laura. She's vegan. Like, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they bring it up. Like, I'm, I don't say anything. Majority you know what's funny, though? Other people yeah. bring it up. So. You know what's funny? Also, um, when I bring it up, it is because I'm asked a question that relates to dietary questions. Right. And also, like, you know, if I'm at a doctor or something and it says, and what is your diet? Like, well, I just went vegan. And they go, oh, that's good. They get, right. You know, and, and the thing is, it's like, and someone might say, oh, let's have a dinner party. Let's have a pizza party or let's have, um, well, hey, Greg, do you want to come out to dinner? You know, that's what, it is something you have to bring up. Right. So that they know because it actually affects the situation. Right. It's not like, you know, it's not like. I'm at the movie theater, you know, and the movie's on. I don't know. I'm watching. Let's pick a movie that's out now. I'm watching No Time to Die. (laughs) No, I didn't want to use that as an example. Yeah, 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 because she didn't say it. I didn't want to use that as an example. So I'm in the movie theater. I'm watching. It's not like I turned around and said, Sir, I'm vegan. No, there's none of that that that's going on. Yeah, we're not walking around with. No, you you don't. Right, right, (laughs) you don't. Right. Movie screen and be like, "Hey guys, I'm vegan." <laughs> I just wanted everyone... to let you know I have Swedish yeah. fish here because I'm vegan. Right, right, right. right. Now, yeah, whether sure. or not I'm, as they say, a militant vegan or 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 you, you know, that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, every vegan, in fact, I, I a friend forwarded me this great TikTok video of a vegan who said, I talk to people and they they give me excuses on why not to try it. Right. So they said, I'd miss pizza too much <laughs> or I'd miss hamburgers mm. too much or I'd right. miss shrimp too much, whatever it is. And her attitude, which is not my friend Max, um, but her attitude was, okay, so who says you can't have that? Even right. if you can go plant-based here and there, but yeah. still go ahead and eat your favorite foods or eat your favorite desserts. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, there's others that would disagree on that. Yeah. But that was a perfect attitude to have. Now, getting into staying for the ethics in my research, you know, I don't even think we need to get into meat. Um, 
but but we we as a society the thing is is that there's oh i can never ever ever not eat meat well one of the reasons for that is because we're trained from birth we're completely programmed from day one i mean right it's right, been like that for a while, you know, and that big boom that when was it in the 80s when it was like real men eat meat? Oh, yeah, that's still going that, on. They yeah. were pushing cigarettes, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Like cigarettes, smoke, 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 and then all of those baseball players started dying of lung cancer, and they're like, Oh, we need yeah. something else, so let's transfer to meat. And meat was just shoved in our faces. And the more meat we eat, the more manly you are. I, I just, you are, yeah, which yeah. is it's complete bullshit. Um, unfortunately, oh, it's absolutely absurd the way that right. The people say that um, kind of you know, stuff. and yeah. I get it, I get how you know, humans we ate meat we evolved into eating meat we you know our brains developed all of that yes but we have we're we're evolving beyond that now and we don't need to consume it on the level that we are it's not sustainable it's horrific for the animals like as i said i i started out health wise i'm very much like greg health was my number one thing i wanted to lose weight i wanted to be healthy Mm. and this doctor was presenting a beautiful way to do that and then ethically the more i started learning and watching documentaries like forks over knives or earthlings or what the health i realized how messed up it is that we are mass rape producing these sentient beings and killing them way before their life expectancy just to be eating something we technically don't even need to be eating i i Um, yeah yeah you know so it's um and i get it food is like you know traditionally and all that stuff people are very passionate and very protective of their foods and i i completely understand i ate meat my whole life you know 10 years ago i would have been like no way i would never have you know thanksgiving without a turkey or christmas Mm -hmm. without a turkey that's tradition that's what you know but it's just you you see and learn new perspectives and it's slowly you start transitioning away from it. I don't feel deprived. I don't even see animals or their byproducts as food. I don't view it that way. Um, And it just feels better to me. It's easier. I don't have to worry about, you know, raw meat touching anything or blah, blah. It's it's just so much easier to me. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I really, really. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, I, I just had one quick aside from that. It's like, sure. people will justify, not, not to say that you have to justify eating meat, but a lot of people will say, oh, it's not natural to be vegetarian. It's not <sighs> that kind of stuff. Because it's like, oh, as humans, we're predators. We, we mm. kill to eat our own food and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, okay, well, look back to the days when humans actually did that. Before there were supermarkets or like people right. doing it for you. Yep your own food and what what did people do they would eat meat 10 days right if that and yes. that's that's how it worked oh yeah no it's so supernatural to eat a whole chicken every day no yeah. it's not and you at know all. when you're eating a burger you're not eating one cow you're eating like 30 cows mashed up into you know like it's it's really um people have no mm. idea where their food comes from they don't and over in europe they've started showing you know, slaughterhouse footage above the meat cases. They're trying to deter people from eating meat mm-hmm. because it's just, it's not sustainable. We can't be doing this anymore on the level that we do it. Um, and as I said, most people have no idea where their, where their food comes from and what it takes. No. Well, that's, that's where I'm going to get into dairy because people oh, don't realize how unethical 
right. the dairy is now 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 here's what I'll say now when I was a little kid mm-hmm. um, when my sister uh, at eight it was a very similar situation to Lisa Simpson going vegetarian right um, my sister was um, we were around, around the same age and she was eating veal and she was like this is really good what is this and they told her what it is and she said I am never eating this again. And then little by little, just cause it was a baby. But right. then it kind of, I, 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 and then it kind of contradicts, well, you're not eating it as a baby, but then you eat it as adult, whatever. Eventually she became full vegetarian. Now, what always, one of the big oxymorons that I owe, even as a meat eater. Okay, so I'm a meat eater and, mm-hmm. and, a, and a huge meat eater. And sometimes I, I used to, and I'm not, this is not lip service. I used to eat a delicious burger and say to myself, oh my God, this this is so good. It comes from a cow, but I don't care. It's it's right. so good. So there's mm-hmm. one thing. The other thing, when we're going to get into dairy in a minute, I'm like, you know, we drink cow's milk. Right. But if you gave a cow human milk, how does that like, make any why sense? Are we, why are we yeah. drinking breast milk of another species? And th- they don't even drink yeah. it. Like, you know, it's yeah. baby calf growth fluid. It's meant to turn a calf into a huge cow. And then after they're grown, they don't drink it anymore. And I right, get it makes right. delicious things. Ice cream. I get it. Cheese. I, I completely understand. But there's other plant-based products that, that can make just as delicious products I, absolutely. as that, that aren't contributing to such horrificness. Like, where does all of that energy go? I agree. Are, I believe I agree that we you. are all energetically connected. I've always believed that. And a lot of people don't think about the energy that's going into their meat, the terror the fear of those animals being slaughtered on conveyor belts, mm. like they are shoes being manufactured. Um, and then where does all that go? It goes into the meat and then we're consuming it. Um, dairy is, it's, it's almost worse than, than. Right. Meat. Well, what I was going to say with dairy, um, uh, wait a minute, uh, lost my train of thought there. That's okay. okay. And we don't have an editor this week oh, back on the MSV podcast. Thing. <laughs> With dairy, first of all, over over Thanksgiving, I had this great vegan peanut butter cup ice cream. Nice. That was that was just Ooh. amazing. It was just yeah. amazing. But um, you know, there are people that are lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. and people wonder why it is, and what, so they make pills for it. Right. Here, you can take this pill. Right. right. We're not supposed to eat it. That's why. Right. Our bodies cannot process what isn't meant for us. Right. And some people can. Some people do fine with dairy. Um, But I'm going to say a lot of people probably have a lot of problems with it and don't even realize, like, that they're bloated and they have indigestion. And, oh, my gosh, you know, I I feel. Right. Because it causes so much inflammation. But there's so many brands. I'm going to shout out Oatly. If, I've, and if anyone has ever tried Oatly ice cream, I mean, it's made with oats, oat milk, and it is a delicious brand. They have all sorts of flavors, and it is. I believe that that good, would be better good. than like dairy ice cream. I right, it is so yeah. smooth and so creamy. Like mm-hmm. you would never tell the difference. You could give it to any ice cream eater, and they would they would love it and gobble it down. But you know, I get coffee with with. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I get coffee with with, with oat milk, and yeah. it's like better than than quote-unquote regular milk right and there's just so many varieties of nut milks quote-unquote like you just Mm -hmm. the options are vast i mean and you go to a lot of grocery stores now and the plant-based milk section is often bigger than the cow's milk section which is really promising and yeah i'm I'm, you know i'm excited for the future because that's where we're headed um which is really really cool 
Yeah, um, and a lot of of restaurants are, are beginning to yes. have vegan menus what or just vegan restaurants. Over in Europe, open. I think if you yeah. want cow's milk, they're going to charge you more. Like they serve you oat milk, and if you want cow's milk, it's they're going to charge you, which I think is brilliant. So mm. now, as far as the horrific things that I learned, which mm -hmm. is where I think this I was going is that eating like dairy immediately, as I said, when I was sitting in the mm. class there at the immersion program, I was well, like, never putting it in my body again. Well, here's here's the thing. Oh, I finally remembered the thought yeah. that I had, and I have to mention it. I, 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 I'm not, I cannot, I don't want to, anyone to picture the horrific thing, but let's just say that in China mm -hmm. or, or at one time in China or at times in China, there's a meat that they eat there that people here mm -hmm. cannot fathom mm -hmm. that they can eat. And they see these horrific videos of it. Um, and they say, this must be stopped. But then they go home and have a, a regular right. cheeseburger. Right. And don't realize that they're doing exactly the same thing right. that they claim. Now, as far as um, ethics and dairy is concerned, and maybe this is where, you know, Mac will come in with this with this weird sort of vegan br brigade of people who are anti-vegan, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That, they, that, that, you know, call, he gets a lot of trolls. Mm -hmm. And we know Joe Rogan goes off on tangents. Don't listen to vegans, you know, and about that kind of health because meat is where it's at and that kind of thing. Yeah. And of course, President 45's comments during that campaign and, and all these different things about vegans and that they're trying to take away freedoms to yeah. eat meat and dairy. Well, no, but what i didn't know and what i think a lot of people don't know is okay so they know where the meat comes from it's right. sort of like an elephant in the room and people turn their heads right but i never knew until researching where the dairy comes from and how the dairy is made right and it the farms are not charlotte's web nope and like, um, all of that is marketing. All of that. Yeah. Marketing. The only thing yeah. that dies is the spider. Range, like none of that. Most people that have <laughs> stepped inside a dairy farm would be horrified. Yeah. Horrified. Yeah. It's more. It's more like Animal Farm than than right. Charlotte's I mean, Web. Have you ever heard a cow cry for her baby? It's absolutely heartbreaking because these cows are, you know, force bred and then they give birth and immediately they take cow with the baby cow away because that milk isn't for them it's for us right logically that makes so much sense and now these cows are just it's so heartbreaking to see um because animals i mean i get they can't speak language like we can but they feel and they have their own family structures and um they, they feel things very deeply and it's mm -hmm. um it's just so sad to see well, it was there that that Mac allowed, you know, allowed me to to, to mm -hmm. quote him. And and so while I didn't want I wanted to choose my words very carefully about yeah. the vegans that, you know, speak very, let's just say, speak very passionately about mm -hmm. it and to non-vegans. Now, he came for we had a conversation and approved everything that I'm going to say right now, because, you mm -hmm. know. Because he, 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 what he does is, uh, you know, he does like videos on TikToks and he cooks vegan meals and he says some things that, you know, have that passionate vegan trope, as do others, as do others. Like when I first became vegan, like it was like a week or maybe not even when I said, you know, when I joined the vegan group um, on social media and said, I mean, I might, you know, indulge myself in regular pizza now and then, you know, 
I got literally told off. Right. And my character was also judged. Right. And people had to tell this guy to chill out. But you know what? Even though he spoke to me in a very disrespectful way and judged my character, don't worry. I get it. Yeah. And and, yeah. and when it all comes down to it with I, – I get it. And – the, the uh, dairy in particular is something that when ethical, when, you, when there's vegetarians that, that do it for ethical reasons who might not be aware that the farming industry is, is no better than the meat industry in the way that they treat the animals. I, I always used to find that was another oxymoron that when I was a meat eater, I always found, you know, free range chickens. Right. Don't worry, they come from free. Don't worry, we let we let the chickens roam free before we cut their heads off. Do not worry. They are compared. They are treated completely with respect right. before we cut their heads off. I mean, you know? we don't even get into the egg the egg industry. I mean, chickens traditionally only produce twelve eggs a year. I mean, they are just pumped full of hormones so they can produce more and produce more. And then, of course, male chicks, when they're born, they, they're useless. They grind them up alive in a grinder. If anyone's ever seen that, it's horrific. Um, yeah, I mean, all the industries, it's um, – if most people saw and, and knew, yeah, you know, and that's, what, that's what's happening now. There's more exposure. More people are speaking up about it. And I understand how passionate people can be. And they want it to be the future now. And they want people to have empathy towards animals. And I can understand that passion um, to a point. I, I, I yes. never want to advocate someone to attack someone. Like, I get it. It's a process. Everybody's going to find their way. And some people are never, ever going to be, be like fully vegan. Some people are going to eat meat forever and that's that's their journey um i think education is super important and i i've found you know the past eight years typically when people are educated on it and learn they'll start to make small changes which is great i mean even yeah. one day even one day a week not eating animals or their byproducts is a huge mm -hmm. win for everybody yeah um, yeah that's yeah that's what that tiktoker was right, saying and I, I encourage yeah. a lot of yeah. people to just just try one day a week and if that's cool maybe try two um and as I said, yeah, nowadays there's just so many options and so many people making and creating such beautiful plant-based products that you'll never feel like you're starving or you're only eating grass. Like, you know, all of those carnivores sure, love, to, sure. love to, you know, mimic. Oh, no, I've had, oh, God. You know, my, like, my yes, vegan, yeah. You know. My Thanksgiving lasagna was one of the best lasagnas I ever oh, had. It was sorry. vegan, of course, and it was one of the best lasagnas. But yes. but here's here's where it got. Now we're no longer a political show, um, but most unfortunately, the meat and dairy industries have ties to the pharmaceutical industries. Absolutely. What watch what the health? I suggest everybody watch mm -hmm. that documentary. Um, it'll infuriate you. Um, Which yes. I'm not going to name names. Politician who, by the way, is on the left. Who is a open vegan, but gets kickbacks from pharmaceutical industries. Mm. Um, mm. So I won't even go there, but uh, that that'll actually come up in the yeah. uh, in a future show this season. One more show, but but yeah, and and people wonder the mystery of the right. mystery of high blood pressure, right. right? The mystery and uh, cancer, especially, and that the meat and dairy industry along with the pharmaceutical industries um, are in each other's pockets and they laugh all the way to the bank and it is disgusting.
Yeah. They want us mm-hmm. to be sick. They absolutely yeah. want that. It's a business yeah. and not, you know, uh, right. uh, nourishment, you know, and, right. and, and medicine. Not to say I'm not one of those people who say get off of Western medicine. Oh, no. no, we need medicine. Yeah. Right. We need absolutely. medicine here in this country in a, in a, in the USA is where it really is all about the mighty dollar. But, right. uh, right. and, and, and that's what I learned and it was really shocking and it was really scary. Um, right. and, and in summation of my vegan journey is that all I can tell you is what happened to me and my experiences mm-hmm. with my health and how it changed and with the right. chronic fatigue. And I'm only getting yet. Did, was it an overnight, uh, uh fix? No. Do I still have my bad days? Absolutely. A hundred percent. But am I on my way? Absolutely. And yeah. every I mean, one of the, you, yeah. Don't you want to do that? Don't you want to, you know, help aid your body in any way that you possibly can to feel as good as you could feel? Why everybody should be doing that. Um, and so I, I, that's, I really commend you, Greg, for choosing your health and, um, the animals. Thank you too. And yeah. I thank you too, so. Yeah. It was, it was a very small price to pay and, and believe mm. me, I grappled with it. it. It was like, but these are my favorite foods. Right. You know, uh, um, I remember one particular day where I was, I, I used to be able to bring myself, uh, cause I'm not even exaggerating of not being able to move or speak or get out of bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I would bring myself out of bed to eat, I remember one was fried chicken, uh, macaroni and cheese and mashed potatoes. Oh my God. <laughs> delicious. Right. Right. Delicious. Right. Yeah. But I got out of, I Crash. ate that meal. Yeah. I ate. Oh my God, the crash. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's not even enough. I got back into bed uh, right after that. That You don't do that, number no. one. Oh, yeah. Number two, it didn't, I was at a point, you know, pardon my language, but I was at a point with fuck it, you know, and I'm like, I feel this way and nothing's going to change, you know, because right. in my mind at that time, I'm not like thinking, oh, maybe I can make this like huge life and dietary change and things will change. But I'm like, no, bring on the comfort food. <laughs> Because do you know how depressing it is to not be able to move or speak oh or be there? Oh, so I would have my I would have my fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and and um, uh, macaroni and cheese, and then yeah. probably uh, a great number of cookies after that, and come back and then be right. in even more pain. I know because a lot of people just don't make the connection between food and I mean, it's, it's fuel, you're fueling your body. And I understand like food is delicious and it's okay to indulge and and have decadent things, you know, but, Mm -hmm. um, I was never huge on healthy eating. As I said, I was, I was quite a bit overweight and, um, it's just been a slow transition of, changing my perspective and Mm -hmm. honoring my body and fueling my body with foods vibrationally that feel good to me. My only regret about veganism is not doing it, doing it sooner or learning about it sooner. Um, It's for life for me. I don't feel like I'm Mm -hmm. restricted or on a diet. It's my normal. Um, And I love it. And I love teaching about it. Helping people. It's super, it's super empowering to me. Well, remember, I mean, I, it was an elimination diet and I'm like, you know, and then I modified it into veganism and I said, okay, I'll try it. I'll try it and see what happens. 
And now, again, I can count on one hand how many can't move or speak days I have with change. And they're coming, they're becoming less and less and less. But here's another thing where it goes into, because sometimes people that have uh, chronic health disease, whether it be chronic pain, whether it be chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, of which I was diagnosed with both, Mm -hmm. you know, or depression or Mm -hmm. anything, uh, Lyme disease, any of these things. Sometimes people don't take into consideration that perhaps a diet change can do it. And for me, it was a very, uh, uh, I mean, I, I think I cannot describe enough like food and like meat and all this kind of, that was the way my father bonded with me. Right. As a, I remember we used to go at, uh, during all hours of the night, there was this fast food restaurant in a really bad part of Flushing Queens where I lived at the time um, that had this all night, all day served breakfast sandwich. It had, mm-hmm. it had bacon, egg, cheese, sausage, ham on, an, on a buttered onion roll. Wow. It was ridiculous. Wow. And we ate that. And the way we bonded was, you know, by food. And people think to themselves, oh, I just can't do it. I can't give up my food. And so it was something I tried. And no, Laura, I don't I don't want to go back either, especially to meat and meat. Literally, literally, I want to say if that it was two weeks, if that that I didn't even desire it. I don't Mm want to go near it. I don't want to smell it. I don't want to look at it. And nor when people post pictures of their meat. Do yeah. I think it's uh, looks appetizing? It doesn't look like food to me. It's it's yeah. like the, it's like my brain has been rewired a little bit, and I I look at it. And I'm like, oh, like I I see what it is for for what it is, and it's um it's just really funny because as I said, I ate it my whole life. Um, and it's funny you mentioned your father. I struggled. I mean, my parents they still eat meat. Um, but every time I visit, they eat mainly vegan with me, which is really nice. But I can remember early on, the early years, my dad, you know, talking about tradition and everything. He got so like, I am not having Christmas without turkey. I'm like, Dad, I'm not asking you to not cook a turkey. I'm just not going to be eating it. And that's mm. what I think. I think people get really defensive, and I think yeah. even subconsciously, when you aren't eating animals it's like internally they are like oh i'm doing something wrong or i i you know they haven't gotten to that level yet and so they react by right it's a reacting right right right. it's a reacting well are you saying you're high and mighty and better than me or something that's that's Mm -hmm. that trope right that's that trope well let me tell you something i don't tolerate that i i right i i don't tolerate that whether you're a vegan or a non-vegan right you know of a high and mighty and i'm better than you because I live my life this way. And the fact of the matter is um, veganism's on the rise. I mean, it is on the rise, but um, in my opinion, I mean, there are vegans that I even know personally that said, no, 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 the vegan revolution is coming. Uh, in fact, um, if anybody who has, I'm, this isn't a spoiler, but like in South Park post COVID, it's a vegan world. It, it takes place in the future and it's, it's actually, it's <laughs> actually, I would love to be like a hundred years in the future. Just right. Right. I do yeah. the future, but for even my, my beloved vegan friends who say, no, 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 one day it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Right. I don't see that happening. If it were to happen, fine. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that 
I live my life better than you and you're doing it wrong and I'm not going to tell a meat eater. It's just not my yeah. style. I think, I think we're going to preach, get into that you know? lab production meat, that lab meat where they're creating, you know, it's actual meat, but it's made in a lab. I really think that that type of stuff is going to be um, happening a lot in the future, um, which, okay, you know, if people still have to eat meat, then cool. I just... Um, I don't know. I, I really, right. for, for the animals, I want to advocate for them because it's, um, and, and that's all I wanted to do with this right. show. It, it actually had nothing to do with I'm vegan now. So let me throw it in people's faces, which right. is what right. I well, think. Tell if someone's is. a vegan. Right. Right. They'll tell you. So, so I do, I, I want to like, you know, you, you guys have great, amazing stories that I love listening to. Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're talking about like, oh, Greg, you used to eat your mashed potatoes and fried chicken and your macaroni and cheese and all that. But stuff. I still can. I still you can, still John. That's the thing. I still can. You still, you still yeah. can. And then you're, you're, not, form. Yeah. you're not limiting yourself in the most restrictive way possible. No. And you know, that's, that's fine. Um, so me personally, I like to consider myself to be like, I don't even know if this is a thing partial vegetarian, right. partial vegan, where like, I actually have days where I'm like, I don't want to eat meat today. Right. You know, it's just, it doesn't feel like I don't, I feel like if I eat meat, it's not going to sit right. It's not going to feel good. So I have, you know, stuff that is not meat. And as I had mentioned before, I don't really like cheese either. Right. So those days this happens to me at least a couple of times a week where I'm pretty much just like strictly vegan for those days. Right. And, yeah. John, and, and, I, I always say, <laughs> Laura and I discussed this before, and you are one of these people that I feel, you know, make a wonderful vegan. You know, like if it was our job to go out and convert, like Jehovah's Witnesses going door to door, right. I would say, yeah. you know, you are one of my targets. And I say that all the time. I say that right, to people, right. I, I, don't, I don't try to convert, but I say, I, I'm like, I'm like, they really have the personality and the, the, they, they have the vegan way or the vegan vibe right. to them. And you but always I, had that vibe, John. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, in that vein, it's not the same as if I pray like two or three times a week. I, if I, if I did that, if I, if I prayed two or three times a week, it would mean that I am religious not only some of the time. Right. So, you know, it's like, it, it's not quite the same. So much of the time I do crave a good, you know, grilled chicken sandwich I get or it. whatever. So Gardein, but, by the oh. way, Gardein brand has amazing ch chicken. It, 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 okay. So, strips, so uh, really good. On, yeah. on that note, yeah. Lara, my girlfriend, mm -hmm. not you. <laughs> um, it's it. And you know, it, it was actually kind of funny because at, at the top of the show, I said, Laura, and I had to like train myself to stop saying Laura and start saying Lara. Right. And now it's and now it's weird to say Laura. So <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, she has these uh, these like vegetarian burgers, Beyond Burger, mm -hmm. plant based patties. Yeah, I've had them. Damn man. I, yeah. it, any day of the week, I would prefer that over a, a totally. real beef burger. And, and you don't so, feel yeah. like you don't yeah. feel heavy afterwards. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like bleh, bleh. you know. I can just remember yeah. how it would feel afterwards, and you would just be like, Ugh. right? 
you know. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah. In fairness, yeah. in fairness, I don't really like hamburgers sure. much anyway, mm-hmm. just to begin with. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I love, I love this. You know, like the 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 whole like vegetarian alternative that actually not only tastes and has like the same texture of meat, but tastes better. Right. Cause may- I mean, you're not and- eating mm-hmm. meat. Typically you're not eating just meat. You're eating like herbs and spices. That's what you're tasting. Right. You know, we're not just eating yeah. straight up meat that has nothing on it. So mm-hmm. when you use all those same herbs and spices, just with a different base, you're going to get is- the same flavor. Yeah. Like when I make tacos, for instance, I'll do quinoa or I'll do lentils. And then I season mm-hmm. it with garlic and chili powder and cumin and all that. Sure, and you put sure. that on a taco with every, like it, it, it's delicious. It tastes just It's the, the flavor. It's the flavor. And I, and I always really? said that like, I'm like, it's not the meat that I'm enjoying. It's the flavor that Correct. I'm enjoying. Correct. But the, the unfortunately meat, it, you know, it's easy to fill up on a small amount of meat. It's not quite so easy to fill up on a small amount of uh, whatever plant-based this, that, and the other. Well, it all depends I, on what you are eating. If you're eating like mm. Beyond Meat, which, as I said, does have a lot of oil and things like this, yes. But if you're yeah. eating like lentils, for instance, mm-hmm. or you know beans, high fiber content, that's going to fill you up and make you feel full. I mean, Wet. I can't eat more than two mm. tacos when I have my quinoa tacos or with beans in it. Like, I'm full sure. and I, I'm satisfied, you know? Um, right, yeah. But when you're eating that, like, processed stuff or all that, you know, like, you got to be careful. It's very easy to go into the junk food danger zone <laughs> when it comes to being. Oh, it's so easy to do that. People are like, oh, yeah, I've gone vegan now. So all I eat is, like, nerds. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> It's right. yeah, it's vegan, but you, now you're gonna die because of too much sugar. Right. So you know. Right. You know. Like um. One of my, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Greg. Sorry. No, 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 no. You go ahead. Oh, I was just you gonna go say one of my favorite meals really is just roasting a bunch of vegetables, potatoes, broccoli, mushrooms, oh, I love it. onions. I do love and it. And I just yes. roast everything with like herbs and garlic, and and then I make I take hummus. And I mm-hmm. add, you know, a little bit of garlic to it. I'll loosen it up with a little bit of warm water. I'll put um, nutritional yeast in there. You got to get your B12 in there. Um, oh, and sure. then I'll put, you know, whatever. And I drizzle that over the, the warm potatoes. It's so delicious. Oh. So it's so yummy. And um, You're making my stomach run. Yeah, that's I love well, to cook. Mm-hmm. And as I said, it just took taking new ingredients and learning, relearning how, how to make. Well, sure. well then, John. Do you accept the 30-day vegan challenge? No, no, just kidding. But, John, then if that, once this show was announced last year, I mean, almost last year, why was this then? Why were you saying if you get it, it oh, I can't wait for that show because, you know, I'm a non-vegan and I'm kind of worried that I, but you you kind of, you you perfectly fit into the show. Yeah. Okay, well, this is not like, this is not like the Mickey McPhee show where I, where I don't believe that it exists and you're, you're just making it all up. Of course, I believe in it. Of course, I participated in it. Right. And I think it's wonderful. Um, like I said, I would have to train myself if I actually did want to make the transition to like right. full or almost full vegan. Sure. It would take a lot of getting used to yeah. for, for a few reasons. First of all, and I think first and foremost the the convenience factor is like holy crap i imagine it is 
very inconvenient to maintain a vegan diet. No, not as much as you think. Not as much as you think. When I go yeah. to the grocery store, I mean, I'm really hitting up like two or three sp spaces in the store, and then I'm out. Like I avoid, mm. you know, I don't even go down near the meat or seafood. Like, no, not at all. I mean, once you start, you know, have some staple meals that you love making, it's mm -hmm. super easy. I don't feel restricted. I don't feel like I can't find what I want or I'm eating some meal that I'm not really happy with. Um, right. No, I actually find it easier um, than um, I did before. Yeah, one of my favorite foods, I couldn't imagine living without meatloaf. And now I'm eating black bean meatloaf. Yeah. It's exactly a, the same thing. It's lentil meatloaf. It's super good. Everybody loves it. That I have to make it for you, Greg, for sure. Yeah, you owe me a meal. You owe me and John a meal now. I do. You got his got well, stomach well, rumbling. You owe us both is. a meal now. I, I would gladly cook for both of you. Gladly. We will all um, meet up in Canada and, and we'll have the meal. Well, no, I'll be back down here. I'm, I'm only going to Canada for two weeks. I'm just visiting my family I, for the holidays it, and then I'll be back. Do you, do you, do you mind if I ask where you, yeah. where you live? Is that, yep. is that a, right a, now a, where I'm living? Yeah. Like where you actually live. Yeah. Right that, now I, I'm know. living in the Poconos in Pennsylvania right now. I'm on a lake. Oh, that's like what? Like an hour and a half from, from uh, yeah, two, two hours. Not too bad. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going up to Brantford. That's the name of my hometown, which is Wayne Gretzky's hometown. And it's only about six hours north of here. It's only like an hour over the border at Niagara Falls. Yeah. Um, and so that's where I was born and raised up there. And I moved to the nice. States in 2008. And and can't thank you enough for joining us on the night before your big road trip. No problem. Now, no problem. Couple of things. Packed, yeah. So good to go. Awesome. Couple of things before we wrap on. Yeah. The random question of the week, which is the new thing that we introduced in season two. And of course, there is one this week mm -hmm. is the random question. But before, I did forget to like put in one trope, and that is people's attitudes. And so I think it's a, um, a placebo effect. Mm -hmm. So first right. I witnessed at the vegan wedding I went to, shout out to Jamie and Salako, will reading can be seen on YouTube. And by the way, Ooh. by the way, uh, Will reading, if anybody wants to check it out, was pre, uh, uh, pre vegan, and you can see me pre vegan, and then I can show a picture of me post vegan. But anyway, that aside, Jamie and Salako is of the. In fact, we had to ask his permission during filming if it was okay if I brought pizza for the for the cast, and he right. goes, "Oh no, don't worry about it, whatever." But yeah, shout out to him. So I'm at his wedding, right? This is the first experience I had with it. Everything's delicious. Yes, uh, and I'm an, I'm, not, I'm not a vegan at the at this time. I'm not a vegan, and everything's delicious. And the main course, so we had a, a vegan cocktail hour. Yeah, and the main course mm -hmm. was um, a, a help yourself buffet to like baked ziti oh, and yum. different different dishes that were all delicious. Okay, I'm at the table. Don't know who this guy was. We're at a table. Uh, uh, Seidenstein can attest to this, Seymour, that, that if, when, when we talk to him again on this show, um, that everything was delicious and it, we were not depraved of anything. No. Even dessert was a dessert bar. Yes. It was a dessert bar of everything. Donuts, cookies, brownies, and cake. Right. It was all there. Yeah. Now, I assume, one... I, I'm sorry, to, but I assume you mean you weren't deprived of anything? I, <laughs> what, I... Did I say depraved? You said, yeah, you said depraved. That, that kind of threw me a little bit. All right. Yeah, no, sorry. I didn't mean deprived. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, this one douche. And again, I was not vegan at the time. First of all, I was respecting this wedding. 
First of all, they are vegans. They wanted to make their wedding vegan. I was not one to complain. Neither was 99.9% of the people there, Mm -hmm. uh, especially the non-vegans. They were enjoying themselves. It was a fun wedding with delicious food. I had one dick douche at my table. Oh, this is gross now. This is gross. I have to go to Burger King after this. Oh, God. Mm. I have to go. This is just... This has no flavor. Like inside. I don't know what that is. It's like... It's sugar pill. Yeah. It's sugar pill. Okay. Second story. Second story I have. Um, It's a very funny story, too. I used to go to, here in Bergen County, there's a very famous Chinese restaurant, John, Loris, let's all say it at the same time. Veggie heaven. heaven. My favorite. I miss it so much. I haven't had it in like two years. I'm done. Veggie heaven. It's my absolute so, favorite. Oh my God. Veggie heaven is I a, love veggie heaven. Me too. I, I, love, I, I yes. absolutely adore it. Yes. Veggie heaven is a restaurant. Let's shout it out and promote it. Yes. Uh, it's a, it's a Chinese restaurant in uh, Teaneck, New Jersey. That's that was there. Hometown. That's our yep. town where I used to live. I used to live in Teaneck. And yep. And, and prior to even veganism being a thing, people went there because the food was not only totally. so good, oh, yeah. but because so they would leave, they would leave without that, um, uh, you know, that heaviness yeah. after yeah. eating Chinese food. Yep. So I used, to, I used to be there a lot because uh, maybe you don't know this, but I actually used to live in Leonia, so we used oh. to be neighbors. So, Very cool. Yeah, I love Leonia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one day. don't do this but by the way uh everybody don't do this uh this is an aside don't get social with people you go to group therapy with but but so i always loved veggie heaven and one day we had a vegan group member in this uh group therapy uh uh, thing and she just she talked about her passion and the veganism whenever and i I, you know i i was not vegan at the time but i totally respected it you know, and yep. and she she talked about veggie heaven a lot, and I'm like, I love veggie heaven. I mean, I love it. I mean, how can you not? Right. It's just a it's a great restaurant. How can you not? And she goes, Why don't we all go there? Let's all go there. Let's just all go there after after session. Let's all go. And we did. We shouldn't have, but we did. And so, <laughs> yeah. much like at the wedding, one of the dudes was like, I just can't eat that. Uh. I just can't eat it. This is, yeah, this is gross. Well, I ended up eating my own entree and his. I would have too. I'm like, I been like shut I'm up. Over, I'm eating it. And he got something like the General Cho's chicken or whatever. It's where so there was, yeah, yeah, no difference. No. Yeah, you can't tell the difference. No, Anyone tries to tell you that they can, that's bullshit. They, yeah, they, you you, you can't the tell the difference. Chicken, the Hunan dumplings. So I want to give a... Mm. Yep, yep. Get at it. Their sushi is insane. I love their sushi. Well, so you know what? I happen to like non-fish sushi anyway, so right. the cucumber and avocado yeah, sushi. Yeah, but they have like so many different kinds there. It's really, yep. really good. So shout out to Veggie Heaven. Shout out to... Oh, oh, oh. Simply Green Cafe in oh, Ramsey, which... Yes. which, which it is a mm. vegan diner. It yes. is literally a diner. There is no different than a vibe of a coffee shop. I've, right. I've been there. Great. It, it yeah. literally like the diner experience. Yeah. And everything on the menu, it's diner. You're in a diner, but it's all vegan. And then uh, most diner. recently. What's that? I said a vegan diner. A vegan diner. Well, John, yeah. I, I guess I could take you there. Because if you remember, I owed you Red Robin. And I was going to go to Red Robin. Robin, So what's that? I said, I was never a fan of Red Robin. So take me, take me to this vegan diner. diner Because the reason I picked Red Robin 
was because in my mind, you were not a vegan and they have the impossible burger. So I was going, so I have what to eat there. But now that I know you're down for the vegan diner, I'll take you. Come on, come one, come all. I just and wanted to say, I, oh, I love it. Yeah, I just want to say, you, you know how you mentioned weddings. Some of the best meals I've had, I've had like vegan meals, were at weddings that where no one else was eating vegan. Like if you ask or call in advance to most restaurants and venues, they will glad they want to help you. They absolutely do. And I've had some of the most delicious meals where mm-hmm. I'm sitting at the table eating, and everybody else has their filet mignon on their plate that they're barely touching, and looking, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, what are you eating? That looks so good, you know, blah blah blah. But um, and again, even restaurants that aren't technically vegan restaurants, I've had some of the most delicious meals. Well, the sh- they're like excited to cook it. Yeah. For you. Well, granted, um, it wasn't vegan, but I once had, you know, I used to love eggplant parmesan, mm-hmm. and I once had, you know, portobello mushroom parmesan, yeah. all delicious, all delicious. Any of you other vegans in the Bergen County, New Jersey area, I want to give a shout out to to Donna's Pizza in mm-hmm. Saddlebrook, and where I am going to shout it out is at the food. I'm going to shout out the food. One of the chicken parm hero, the yeah. vegan, it's a vast vegan mm-hmm. menu. The chicken parm hero was among the best. So I spoke at the beginning of the show of this chicken parm that was the size of my head that was a non-vegan chicken. And this chicken, I would take this chicken parm, and I'm not just saying that, any day of the week. Awesome. And the bread is perfect, that, I too. I love how these people are doing this. Uh, and just, yeah. you know, coming up. Like, even in, yeah. in Scranton, I'm very close to Scranton. Shout out to Eden. It's a vegan cafe. It's a, a American comfort food. They have pizza and burgers. And I every time I go there, it's delicious. And I just love how so many people are so passionate about it. And they're creating these amazing things. And um, it's really, really cool to see. It really is. Um, so, uh, yeah. I want... There's one thing yeah. that I, I had thought of earlier uh, in the show, and I, I there was never really an appropriate moment to kind of wedge it in. Sure. This seems to be this seems to be a good t- a good place to put it. So I'm in this band uh, called Sign of the Four. Awesome band, great. You should come and see us when we play. Would love uh, to. The, I'm sorry. I would love to. Absolutely, I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if we ever do get a gig. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so the singer, this uh, lovely, lovely lady, she's she's vegetarian because it's it's you know oh I feel for the animals. She she's mm-hmm. like this like like metal rocker chick. It's like oh I, I'm a vegetarian because I just mean to kill animals because that's what the metal community is. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you know sometimes we get you know we order dinner you know we would practice mm-hmm. at her house yeah and dude I never understood it. Like, even before this show, it's like, okay, you've educated me. There, You're telling me some things that I never knew before. But she would get these cheese calzones. And she one time she was like, oh, do you want one? I was like, oh, yeah, I'll try it. Uh-huh. So I took a bite. I took a bite into this cheese calzone. And it was among the most disgusting Ew. things that I have ever. It's just like. Because it was bite. real cheese, right? Like actual it was, cheese. It was, re- it was real cheese. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't something good like ricotta or right. like whatever. It was just like it was like melted mozzarella cheese that seemed mm. to be injected into this calzone like no. a jelly donut. That's and sad. it was like I was like, oh God, what did I just I had to I had to spit it in the garbage. I was yeah. like, what did I just bite into? This is absolutely horrendous. I'm like, how do you eat this? I, so, I, wow. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I just must say a couple a couple mm. cheese brands follow your mm. heart. 
Kite Hill. Go to Whole Foods. There's some really Kite Hill's awesome. Kite Hill's awesome. Brand. Yeah, Kite Hill is but an Greg, amazing brand. Amazing. Greg, Greg, put this in the put this in the liner notes because I guarantee I'm not going to remember these <laughs> brands. So yeah, no, 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 I'll that, just, calzone, I'll, that calzone yeah. is super gross. That's mm. really unfortunate that yeah. that's. Yeah, but you could go to Donna's Pizza mm-hmm. in Saddlebrook and get a vegan stromboli, and I believe they have a vegan calzone. I also must give a shout out to a personal friend. It's funny as I was doing the show. As some of you know, I made a new Facebook account and I couldn't be happier on the new one. But a shout out to my Facebook buddy. I don't, I, I call him Eli, but his name is Eli, Eliyahu Teal. Nice. And this was a road trip that I wanted to actually take with John and Laura over to uh, uh, Eli, Eliyahu's Yardley Pizza in Yardley, Pennsylvania, nice. giving them a shout out. Because first of all, not only is it an all vegetarian pizzeria, oh, and he had his share of trolls. Let me tell you, like, how dare you buy this beloved pizzeria and not include meat on the menu? So his answer to the trolls was very cool. It was, then go to a pizzeria that serves meat. Go somewhere else then. Any dish, uh, the pizza especially, but if you request the vegan cheese on like his entree i believe he he makes that for you and i cannot sure. wait to go and i cannot it's it's just so uh such perfect timing that he actually re-accepted my friend request on my new account as we recorded this show so that's number one number two um so i have one more thing to say to john and then mm-hmm. the random question of the week has got to be in here okay so john i, I gotta say this show that you seem to have been fearing as it as it approached is the equivalent of it's it's the equivalent of me saying as if Bruce Wayne was my co-host and saying to him, We're gonna have a show in a year on on vigilantes. As if Bruce Wayne was then saying, Oh my god, the vigilante show. So John, are you like a vegan in disguise or something this whole time? I mustn't let him know. Well, as you know, you know I, I don't like as I stated before, you know, I don't like pizza. Right. I guess that's what you worked in a pizzeria, but okay. I guess, I guess you didn't realize that it's because I'm not really a big fan of cheese. Right. And I did you not. Know, I've been using, I've been using, you know, almond milk or oat milk for my coffee. I actually prefer it because it's, it settles better in my stomach. There, there've been times where I'll have something. I don't, I don't know, like coffee at like, I don't know, five or 6 PM and I'll go to sleep. And I'll wake up the next morning and my stomach will just feel like it's about to drop down yeah. to my feet. And it's, you know, I, you might say, because, you know, I do, I tend to try to avoid dairy more so than I try to avoid meat, but I also right. do a fair amount of the time try to avoid meat. Right. And so you might say that I'm a vegan in disguise. You might say right. that I'm a vegan. You might say that I'm a vegan who eats dairy and meat every now and again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I can think of another example. I, I, or I can't I'd be like, you know, Garfield in a year, I'm going to do a show on lasagnas. No, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to talk about that topic. I mean, that's, that's how, but you got here. You made it. Yeah. And also, this was so weird. This was this was a future show. We're in the future We're right the now. Future. This was being planned. This was being planned, yeah, back in season one. Okay, mm-hmm. random question of the week. Let's got get it. to it. Right. Let's Do get it. to it. Okay, so mm-hmm. staying in the vegan theme. Yes. 
Mm -hmm. I'm going to make it a vegan product question. Okay. And I was thinking about this the other day. I will answer first and then whoever wants to jump in. Okay. I can't believe it's not butter. Good name for a product or not a good name for a product. And here's my take on it. It's a very confusing name. Yeah. Because this implies that it is a narrative of one person who says, (laughs) I can't believe it's not butter. And it's like, why should we trust you, dude? What is your No, it would be different if it was called We Can't Believe It's Not Butter. If it was called We Can't, that means whoever was. They should just you know, call maybe, it Not Butter. Like, just call it. Not yeah, butter. Well, well, yes. I, that would I be a good like if, it was, if it was called that, it would have too much of a negative connotation. I know, I know. You know, so like, well, it's not butter. Don't buy it. So, well, you know, well, anyway. One thing, one thing, like when I eat, I can't believe it's not butter. I truly can't believe it's not butter. So I don't know how aptly named it is. Maybe it should be called, I truly can't believe it's not butter. But this indicates to me, the name of this product indicates to me that it is just one person's opinion who said that they can't believe it's not butter. And and, and whoever, great, let's just admit, Larry thinks that that he can't believe it's not butter. There we go, that's the name of the product. I really think that they didn't think it through and it should have been called something else. And Laura, you're right. Not butter would have been I a great name. I, I can't believe it's not butter. Is pretty memorable, so I can see why yeah. it's worked for them this long. You know, um, I, have, I have one thing to say about it. Yeah. Now I don't necessarily have an opinion one way or another, but I think it's a better name than Betty Crocker yeah. because you know. Then it's a product that is most likely not butter. Right. It's not like like whoever is like, oh, what, what should we call it? I can't believe it's not butter. And they're like, oh, you sure you want to call it that? No, okay. No, it's are, are you sure you're not talking about the always mispronounced shed spread country crock, which I had to actually think about saying so that I didn't actually I don't think say I've ever else. had country crock. I don't think I've ever eaten. Is that. it country crock? Is I thought what, what is Betty what's Betty Crocker? No, Betty Crocker, yes. They do like cake mixes and stuff. I th- yeah, it is Betty Crocker, right? Like it's not. I I think does Betty Crocker have a butter product, or you, is it Country Crock that you're thinking of? Is I it think Country Crock? Country Crock. You were thinking if of Country Crock. Country Crock doesn't matter. Country Crock is basically the other version of I can't believe it's right. not butter. Yes, and that's yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Now, now Earth, 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 ba- Earth Balance is like yes. the common yeah. mm-hmm. butter substitute that we use, but with I can't believe it's not butter, which is what I use to make. The, I had my one of the best grilled cheese sandwiches I ever had the other. First of all, I I personally find hot vegan cheese very satisfying. I do not find cold vegan cheese. very. So I had uh, grilled cheese. It was made with I can't believe it's not butter uh, diet cheese. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put tomato and purple onion on it. Yeah. It was awesome. That yeah, awesome. it was freaking awesome. OK, so with the random question of the week. Yes. You hear my thoughts. Laura's thoughts is. Just should have been called not butter. <laughs> Correct? Yeah. Yeah, sure. And, and John, I didn't quite get you just said it's a better name than Shed Spread Country Crock. That was yeah. your answer. It's it's a better name than Country Crock because Agreed. Well, okay. I don't think it's a bad name. I think it actually is a good name because right, as memorable. Laura said, as Laura said, it is very memorable. And I remember seeing it in the supermarket 
when I was like a little kid. I don't remember seeing Country right. Cock. I don't even remember the, the freaking name. So, you know, they you did I, just say you did just say Country Cock, by the way, John. I think Country Country cr- Crunchy Cock. <laughs> <laughs> Crunchy Let's, cock. Well, you know what? You know what? If they if they're gonna rename their butter, it should be crunchy cock. Right? I mean, that's yes. super memorable. I think a lot of people. That I would have remembered. <laughs> um okay, so John, and I realized mm-hmm. in last week's show, because I listened to it a lot, um yeah. you I kept asking you for your weekly spiel, but somehow yeah, it kept getting Neither of us actually got to it. I noticed that when we signed off, I didn't bother saying anything because whatever. But anyway, so. All right. So your weekly spiel where people can find you, promote whatever you want to promote right now, um, no matter what it is, go. Uh, My name is John Seymour, J-O-N-S-E-Y-M-O-U-R. Find me on Facebook. There's a picture of me trying to look cool with the devil horns on my fingers and doing that whole cool, weird smile thing. Aside, um, you don't. Go on. Just kidding. I, I'm I just know playing. that. Listen, <laughs> I never look cool. I'm not a, I'm not a cool person. Not in the traditional sense. Anyway. You seem pretty cool, John. I'm not, you seem pretty cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool in the untraditional sense. I don't. I don't lean against the brick wall with my rolled up jeans and leather oh. jacket and cigarette in my sleeve or, you know, oh. cigarette box rather in my sleeve. <laughs> but I do. But I do have a crunchy cock. So oh. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, yeah, no. Uh, <clears throat> side note, I, I don't actually have a crunchy cock. Well, that's good to know. Um, yeah. Sure. Anyway, good. not that I've ever tried to eat it, but, Uh-oh. you know. Uh, um, well, this is this is a whole different topic altogether. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, veganism aside, yeah, um, yeah. So that's me on Facebook. I don't look cool, but I'm trying to look cool. Um, I guess that's it. Mad Tea Party on Facebook, and uh, yeah, that's what's your, that's what's your band's your band's name? My band's name is Mad Tea Party. That's, Mad Tea Party. Okay, yes. Okay. My That's, main band. Laura, right. before before I ask where we can find you, that was one thing I was going to tease you about because you were, and thank you, John and I thank you from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of our hearts, because you were one of the first audience members we had on this show. Oh, and you were listening to every episode. Yeah, I was. But the thing is, is that we kind of caught that you may not have necessarily listened to every episode at the end because when I mentioned <laughs> John, <laughs> you remember this, John, I yeah, said... Yeah. I said, um, oh, yeah, John's a musician, too. He's a drummer. Um, oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I just ruined the whole bit. But, but it's not a bit. Oh, no. I'm not a musician. I said, yes, John is a musician, too. You're like, oh, what instrument does he play? And I believe I said something like, if you listen to every show to the end, he promotes that he's a drummer in Mad Tea Party every it. week. Well, okay. In fairness, though. In fairness, I do not actually specify that I'm a drummer. But the fact that Laura is surprised that I'm a musician is incriminating enough. No, no, no. I'm not surprised <laughs> now. I, I've known that you were a musician. I just, I right, know the right, drummer right. specifically. No, I, I, I'm just teasing you. Of I know course, you are. I would I never, I would never expect anyone to listen to any of these episodes all the way through. <laughs> so I know, some people you know, do. 
Thank you. Oh, 14 people definitely do. Oh, yes. Uh, Laura, anywhere you want people to find you? Yeah, I'm really only on Instagram. Laura underscore Ellen, E-L-L-E-N underscore Smith. Um, I'm not on Facebook or TikTok or any of those other things. So just uh, on Instagram, I I love taking photography and and things like that. So um, that's where I'm at. You you post wonderful pictures that you take yourself Thank on you. that Instagram, yes, right? I, right. I'm amateur. Fan. It's funny though, too, because even when I try to look, because I'm never doing Instagram ever. Right. But when I even try to go on it, I can see like a few of them. But with Instagram, it's like you must sign up to see more. <laughs> what about me? Yeah, Process. Access denied. Access denied. Right. right. See more. I get it. Go access denied. More. And <laughs> well. I'm going to, and this was a great show. I'm going to end it on where you can find MSV Podcast. And that's, of course, on Twitter at MSV Podcast One, so that you can keep track of every show this season and then our extra shows that are going forward past season two. And you know what? I did not read the disclaimer. I got through the whole show without reading the disclaimer, but. Oh, oh, no, you're not going to read it, are you? I am going to compromise in reading it. And end uh-huh. you folks on this note. Uh-huh. And that is, forgive me because I wrote this just before the show. Okay. <clears throat> the preceding program did not contain explicit content. Greg and John were perfect gentlemen throughout the entire show. And aside from minor expletives that were used to convey emotion, passion, and humor, our guest, Laura Smith, was also a pleasure to have on our show and kept a very appropriate disposition the entire time she was on our show. The Greg and John you heard on this episode were pretty much representative of the Greg and John from real life, and everything we said on this episode of MSV Podcast was to entertain and inform. However, if you check out other episodes of this podcast, please keep in mind, this is not always the case. But even then, this everything inappropriate. This sounds disclaimery, Greg. I am not done. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't. I am not done. I am not done. And even if you've never heard the show before and you want to go on to the show, not everything is anything inappropriate we say on MSV Podcast is meant all in good fun. Right. Thank you for joining us this week. And we'll see you next week. Um, our scheduled before Christmas show guest is internet influencer bob something or other and i will leave it at that thank you for joining us this evening enjoy the rest of your night and have a terrific week and thank you lauren john good night thank you bye Bye, good night good night